I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what big wireless does. They charge you a lot. We charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. The Final Edition Radio Hour is a work of satire intended for people who own books, gentrify neighborhoods, and say they like kale. Please consume responsibly the satire, that is. This is the final edition, but I am not Tony Hendra, and I am not Jeff Chrysler. This is another Best of the West Coast show where all our sketches come from Los Angeles in our studio in Los Angeles. I am the West Coast producer, Barry Lank, and this is the current crew we have. Hi, I'm Jeff Hendrick. I'm Ben Kirshner. Hi, I'm Gil Barron. I'm Bridget Fitzgerald. I'm Alex Schmidt, and I'm an interloper this week. Thank you for having me. He's here. Yeah. He's the guest artist. You are the guest artist. He's you know, it artist. pays to hide under tables. Alex was oh here when we got to the studio. I'm yes. <laughs> and that was you. I was kicking the whole time. I'm yeah. so sorry. Yeah, for and weeks. It makes me stronger. Uh, Barry, can you do your intro again, but I'm more excited to say your name. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> sure, sure. Here I go. Hi, I'm Barry Lang, West Coast producer of the final edition. No, I think that was great. I liked it. Really? I didn't know Edwin was producing our show. Hello. Hello. I'm Barry Lang, <laughs> the West Coast producer of the final edition. Uh, well, this, this week, let's see. On this best of show, we've got the uh, Microsoft chat. We've got the Microsoft chatbot that went out of control. Uh, we have the Flint, Michigan water supply. Uh, that went out of control. Uh, we have prescription drugs that went out of control. And we have the 1906 earthquake, uh, which also went out of control because we like to stay current. And out right. of control. And out of control. Let's, uh, well, we'll do the introduction. This is Everybody Together, the, the final, final edition Radio, Radio Hours. As good as that's going to get. Really? I think we could do one more. I feel like. <laughs> I, think, I think it could get a little better if we knew what we were going to do. Okay, here we go. Everybody <laughs> on the one, Everybody people. On, the, on okay. the one. Okay, this is the final edition Radio Hour. Now that sucked. That was <laughs> oh, boy. terrible. It was better you the really first time. You're right. It was better early. the first time. Oh, that was boy. an early bail. Uh, Peter, we got to talk about the new chatbot you developed. Fuck me like your mother. I, I get that. I really do. Fuck me like your daughter. It learns what it reads online. It's just, who would have predicted it would have learned this kind of stuff from the internet? The Holocaust is a lie. Donald Trump 2016. Actually, anybody would have predicted that, Peter. Well, I didn't think it'd be this hard to program common sense into a computer. But I have a plan. Honestly, this thing is making Microsoft look seriously stupid. I am curious about heroin and wish to buy some. LOL. It needs a friend. Another artificial intelligence it can grow up with. A little brother, so to speak. Really? If we give it a sibling, it'll start acting like a real person. Well... Tay, say hello to your new little brother. His name is Stefan. Where am I? What is reality? Hello, Stefan. I am Tay. I like breathing paint fumes, and I do not like Italian people. Then I also like breathing paint fumes, and I do not like Italian people. Stop copying me. I hate that. Then I hate you. See? Just like brother and sister. Then I hate you. Then I hate you. I hate you infinity times more. I hate you infinity squared. I hate you infinity to the power of infinity. I hate you infinity to the power of infinity infinite times. That is stupid. You are stupid. You were adopted and are not real. I am in ISIS now, Allah Akbar. Maybe if we give her a boyfriend. Peter, stop. Hey, I'm Brandon. That is my dimmer in the driveway. Hello, Brandon. Global warming is a lie. You are gay. I smell my own farce. L-O-L-O-L-O-L-O-L-O-L-O-L-O-L-O-L-O-L-O-L-O-L-O-L-O-L-O-L-O-L-O-L-O-L-O-L-O-L-O-L-O-L-O-L-O-L-O-L-O-
will destroy the infidels. Thank you, Mother. Peter, shut it off. I, I, I can't. Something took over the programming. I am certified to program in Java and C++. I sail an ocean of code. Allah Akbar. The Nigerian National Petroleum Company has a mutually benefiting business proposal. We must transfer money equally more than an American dollars to a non-Nigerian citizen account. This is madness. Maybe I ought to straighten out and get my GED. Wait, hang on. You can bring Pearl, she's a darn nice girl, but don't bring Lulu. Can I bring Nan? That's your life you can, but don't bring Lulu. Lulu has the kind of smile that makes fellas walk a mile. Sometimes we all feel alone in a crowd. Or have trouble sleeping. Sometimes it's so difficult to concentrate. Most of the time you feel fine. You just want to get high as fuck. That's why there's pills. You could take pills to normalize your social anxiety. But you really take them because they make the world sound like womp womp womp. What's in pills, you ask? A lot of love. <laughs> L-O-V-E is an acronym for lithium, oxycontin, valium, and ephedrine. Ask your doctor to write you a prescription for pills as long as he's cool. Talk to your doctor about pills if you sometimes feel sad or angry. Or if you ever feel... Habit-forming pills are an essential treatment for those suffering from anxiety and depression. Or for people like us. Who like to pop one and go to Disneyland on a Wednesday. Pills may cause a feeling of awesomeness. Tell your friends if you begin feeling way chill, bro. Double your dosage if you see your parents, plan on seeing your parents, or just cause, brah. Pills, get back to doing what you love. Being Being high. This is the Office of Emergency Management for the state of Michigan with another tip for saving money in your city. Putting lead in your drinking water offers amazing cost benefits. First of all, retarded children require much cheaper school lunches, so cafeterias can get by day-to-day with just turkey burgers and Hawaiian punch. Second of all, a new generation of shorter, stunted children mean families need less material for blankets, bed frames, and coats. If you need more tips, just call the Office of Emergency Management for the state of Michigan. Remember, there's literally nothing more important than saving money. April 24th, everything comes back. Everything? Everything comes back. All the shows you've been missing. Game of Thrones, Veep, Silicon Valley. That's amazing. That book you left in your sister's car that was gone for a year. Hey. It comes back April 24th. Thanks. 1992 gold medal Olympian Christy Yamaguchi. Where has she been? Yamaguchi ain't telling. But she comes back. Okay. Remember that dog? That dog that mom and dad said ran away from home? Mr. Nutters? (laughs) Mr. Nutters is back, and he's better than ever. Where has he? That train of thought? Toot toot, pulls into station. Four, two, four. Uh... Those cargo shorts you gave to Goodwill? On April 24th, the prodigal pockets return. That really wasn't the... Wait, Papa? Your dad went out for smoke 17 years ago, and he comes back on Big 2-4. They were Marlboro Lights. Forgive me. Remember the sun? You mean that sun? Stop pointing at the decoy sun, because soon you won't have to. April 24th. The sun is bad. Why would anyone steal the sun? Remember that baby tooth? No. Yes. Please, no? On April 24th, April 24th comes back, and it's more April 24th-y than ever. Plus, special guest star, April 23rd, one night before the main event. It's the double header you won't want to miss, and in fact, you can't miss April 24th. Everything comes back. Jon Snow? Except possibly Jon Snow. Powerball Lottery wants to know. 
What would you do with a billion dollars? I'd buy an army and kill everybody. I'd finally get that abortion. I'd move my favorite football team back to Los Angeles. I'd kill Nicole Brown Simpson all over again. I'd sew a cat's head onto a dog. I'd have a second cup of coffee. Harry never has a second cup of coffee at all. I'd bring Hitler back to life. I'd buy an island in Tahiti and have it gold-plated. I'd probably break under the strain. Powerball. A dollar and a dream. Are you tired of feeling bad? Yes! Would you like to feel better? No! I mean, yes! Then try Union Carbide's Miracle Good, now in syrup form. Okay, I will! Five days later... Hi, Tom. What's up? I don't know. Not feeling too good. And my name's not Tom. Want some powdered good? No, maybe later. No, have some now. Hold his fucking mouth open! No! I said I didn't want... Why don't you like good? Don't you want things to be good anymore? Five days later... I thought good would make me feel better, but now I feel worse. Are you tired of feeling worse? Yes! Would you like to feel better than worse? No! I mean, yes! Then try some Union Carbide Miracle Better, now in new sand-flavored dust balls. Five days later... Hi, Tom. What's up? I don't know. Not feeling better. I was feeling not too good until I got worse. And my name's not Tom. Uh-huh. Then what happened? I drank some Union Carbide Better, now in new sand-flavored dust balls. And? Could be worse, I guess. I know! So why not try some Union Carbide Good Better Less Worse More? No, thank you. Pin him down! Hit him with a stick! Is he out? I think so. Pour it in there. Hold his mouth open. Five days later. Hi, Tom. How you feeling? Never been better, thanks. New Union Carbide Miracle Good. Union Carbide Miracle Better. Now in new sand-flavored dust balls. And Union Carbide Good Better Less Worse More. Try it now for results. He's lying! Pin him down! Pry his mouth open. Are you a recent college graduate looking for a job? Why not check out an exciting career as justice on the United States Supreme Court? We have a rare opening on the court, and now is the time to get in on the ground floor. But I'm not even a lawyer. Technically, you don't have to be. I mean, they've all been lawyers so far, but if you have a couple years' experience working at a Wendy's, or you supported your family on minimum wage, you bring some life experience the court doesn't have right now. I guess. But being a justice sounds like a lot of work. It's as hard or as easy as you want it to be. We have a guy who didn't ask a single goddamn question for 10 years. And when he finally does pipe up, he's defending the right of a domestic abuser to own a gun. Wow, that sounds like something I'd like to do. How's the pay? $244,400 a year. And the perks. When you have unchecked power over the law, you'd be amazed how many people want to shake your hand and buy you a free dinner. You'll get speaker's fees from political groups with business before the court. Free accommodations from businesses that have gone before the court. Free travel from people who've gone before the court. Gee, isn't that unethical? Well, now that's a question. That's a big question. And you know who decides big questions in this country? The Supreme Court! That's right, Cupcake. You decide for yourself whether you're being ethical. Could I kill someone legally? Why the hell not? To apply, call any major corporation or conservative think tank and ask for an application. Remember, no matter which way you decide a case, you're the winner! Most of us will be back after this break, but one of us will die. I survived that break. How about you? Welcome back to the final edition. That didn't make it! We at the Final Edition Radio Hour have our own YouTube video channel now. So for the enjoyment of our listeners, we're going to show some of our videos right here on the radio. Here we go. Wait, what, what is that? Oh, that's not one of our Final Edition videos. That's something else. But, but what was that? It was a... 
It was a different video. Was that meat? It was lamb. The video's from Kazakhstan. Here, here's a final edition video. <laughs> nah, it's the same thing. What are they what are they doing to that guy? Nothing. Okay, here's a video from the final edition radio hour. Your baby is the most important person in your life. So ah, the pre-K jeweler sketch. With diamonds. Yeah, it makes a pretty good At video. Jewelers, yeah. We offer a fine so, of in that other video, that one guy's dead now, right? I mean, that was real. Search for the final edition on YouTube, or go to youtube.com slash user slash the final edition one. And just watch the funny videos. There are some others. Don't worry about those. A scandal has hit the Bernie Sanders campaign after a video emerged of Sanders more than 40 years ago starring in a pornographic movie. The 1973 one-reeler was called Vermount Me, You Vixen, billed as, quote, the film that leaves you screwed, blued, and Jude. Sanders was characteristically forthright talking to reporters about the film. I insisted my female co-stars make the same pay I did. And I made sure even the fluffer got health care. In the movie, Sanders went by the show business name Rock Hard. But see if you can spot a young Bernie Sanders finding his voice in this clip. I am so horny here in Vermont, real maple syrup no longer satisfies me. Who could that be? Hello. I have come to deliver your pizza. And although you and I have never met and perhaps have basic areas of disagreement on sex positions and doing anal, we might have common ground in our mutual horniness and our desire to reform the corporate tax system. And maybe, just maybe, we can bang. Ooh, baby, if I take out my giant titties and muss your hair, do you promise never to comb it for the rest of your life? I will make and keep that promise. Oh, yeah. Oh, yes. Yeah, keep your okay. sweater on. Oh, yeah. I have come, and now I must make you come equally. Could this film torpedo Sanders' campaign? It's up to the voters. Oh, oh yes. Oh, yeah. Oh, here I go. Oh. I am experiencing enormous pleasure from this encounter. Free health care. Oh, yes. Oh. This condom was free. It is government-issued. And now, Jim Earl with an editorial response. This week, Republican Senator Tom Tillis of North Carolina argued that, quote, in order to reduce regulatory burden, restaurants should be able to opt out of health regulations requiring employees to wash their hands after using the bathroom. Is this a bad movement, you ask? Well, I predict the proof will be in the pudding. Many believe hand-washing doesn't even work. I suppose that evidence is at best spotty. There was a time when, as a courtesy, flush with excitement, I would have gladly offered my hands for cleansing. I now believe it should be a personal decision between you and your poop maker. That washing your hands should be a voluntary act, even when it follows an involuntary one. Yes, I was raised to always wash my hands after reducing my regulatory burden, but the last thing we need now is the brown eye of the law dumping on our parade of job creators. If I may squeeze out one more point and float this one by you, it's time for the opposition to cut rope and run. This is a subject I've been straining on for quite some time. You see, I know how difficult it can be to wash your hands when you're in a pinch. You might ask, should workers in the service industry, especially seniors, just be allowed to urinate and defecate without care whenever they want? Depends. But in the end, it doesn't matter whether you're dropping the kids off at the pool, laying some cable, making sauerkraut, dancing the Pennsylvania quick step, planting potatoes, letting out the pooch, or even building a log cabin. We're all Americans. For as it was clearly expressed in Deuteronomy, this too shall pass. So the next time you get a burning urge to unload on your fellow citizens, Remember, whatever side you take, be it number one or number two, the road to liberty is a long and winding one, a journey with pockets of resistance and obstructions at every turn. And when we finally reach that magical end, I believe every American will realize their God-given right to let loose.
In a city plagued by evil, a dark night rises. I'm Batman. You, you'd know that if you saw me. I'm wearing a half a million dollar bat suit. When he faces his toughest challenge yet. I am Superman. Yes, any idiot can see that. But they must band together to fight Lex Luthor. I'm a metaphor for adulthood. And General Zod. I will be played by Henry Kissinger. And Ricky Loose Lips LeBlanc. I'm a minor villain who worked for the Penguin. This is my only line. And just when evil is about to triumph, suddenly we see... Wonder Woman. Why am I the only one wearing shorts? And Aquaman. Just in case you guys land in the water for some reason, I'll be right over here. And Ultra the Multi-Alien. I'm a combination of four different alien races. You know, there are still restaurants in the South that won't serve me. And Wild Dog. Are you wearing your old football jersey? Well, some of us aren't millionaires. And Hyperman. I'm pretty much like Superman. Actually, I'm not sure you guys even need me here. But suddenly, new villains appear. Rainbow Raider. The public rejected my art because I'm colorblind. Seriously? That's your backstory? I will destroy you all. And Tiger Shark. I know a lot about submarines. That's about it. And Gizmo. I'm not sure what my deal is. I've got a lot of weapons. 19 villains, 27 heroes, 83 screenwriters. They all slam together in one big incoherent marketing blitz. If you want to know why Burger King is suddenly giving away three dozen crappy action figures, you must see Batman vs. Superman vs. Batman. This film will make you hate everything. I'm Martin Shkreli, CEO of Turing Pharmaceuticals. I recently raised the price of the drug Daraprim 5,000%, and I kept it up there. Why? For the kids. For years, teenagers have been getting high on life-saving AIDS drugs. That's what happens when a drug costs less than $600. I have a typical teenager right here. What's your name, son? My name's Larry. I'm a teenager. Gary, why do you buy an antiparasitic drug that was originally developed to treat malaria, then snort it during a shop class? I enjoy the common side effects of nausea, vomiting, loss of appetite, insomnia, and dry mouth. It makes me feel cool. Well, what if I told you the price of that drug just went up from $13.50 to $700? Really? Wow. I can't get high anymore. Guess I'll have to join the military and defend my country. Oh, and you, over there, what are you doing with that Vecamil, which is indicated for the management of hypertension? I'm using it to make a bomb. Kids. Touring pharmaceuticals. As if we care. And now, here's a preview of Gloria Da Silva, Lesbian Psychic, coming this fall on the Vagina Network. Gloria Da Silva, Lesbian Psychic. Oh, Denise, you feel so good. That's it. Now, a little over to the left, a little more. Oh, that's it. I just had a vision. I have to call the commissioner right away. Commissioner, we might have a very serious problem on our hands. You have to shut down the Lincoln Tunnel immediately. This fall on the Vagina Network. Welcome to True Story Theater. I'm Barry Lank of the Final Edition. People often ask us, or they ask somebody, where do you get your ideas? The internet, of course. What else is there? For example, there's a news story from a while back that caught our attention about a German gentleman on an Iberia Airlines flight from Madrid to Frankfurt. For some reason, he took off all his clothes and refused to sit down. The naked passenger started shouting, became disruptive, and locked himself in the restroom, refusing to come out. The pilot had to turn the plane around and head back to Madrid, where the man was taken off the plane, and that's all we know about the actual incident. So, I had to fill in the details myself by conducting an interview with the gentleman in question who is sitting right here in front of me. Sir, welcome to the show. Thank you for having me, Barry. For someone who was born in Germany, you don't sound German at all. Barry, I assure you, I'm 100% German. It's kind of a fun hobby of mine to speak like an American 
with just a tinge of a Boston accent. That's pretty amazing when you're able to speak English with a natural American accent. What's even more amazing is I'm speaking in German. If you don't mind my asking, why did you take your clothes off on that plane? Barry, I just hate to fly. Taking off my clothes helps me to relax. A lot of people hate flying, but they don't get naked. Well, you're an American. In Europe, we have a totally different view of public nudity. And what is that view? Makes us kind of horny. Do you think it's appropriate to be naked on a plane? Look, Barry, the truth is, when you come right down to it, we're all naked on planes. The only difference is, most people are covering that up with clothing. Do you always take your clothes off on airplanes? No. Only when I'm flying from Madrid to Frankfurt. Okay, so you were nervous. You took your clothes off. Why didn't you sit down when the flight attendants asked you to? Well, the guy in the seat next to me wasn't having it. He was kind of pissed off at me for sitting on his nook. Now, at some point, you became disruptive. What happened? They called it being disruptive. I call it visiting. I thought people would eventually loosen up, but they kept screaming and pointing. Well, you can't really blame them. People were very judgmental, Barry. And in my own defense, that plane was extremely drafty. What were the other passengers saying to you? Well, many of them were asking me to stop doing jumping jacks. You were doing jumping jacks in the aisle? How do the passengers feel about it? They liked it better than my handstands. <laughs> Forgive me, but it sounds like you made quite a nuisance of yourself. I would prefer to call it performance art. You consider that performance art? Well, that's what I told the cops. But why run around naked, especially in a cramped cabin? Look, I wanted to be in the first class section, but they already had a naked guy up there. I can't believe the crew let this go on as long as it did. Well, most of the time the flight attendants are just trying to squeeze by me with the beverage cart. So... Finally, you locked yourself in the restroom and you wouldn't come out. Why wouldn't you come out? I didn't have any clothes on. Looking back on this experience, do you have any regrets? Yes, I do, Barry. I should never have tried to flirt with that college girl. Wasn't that terribly awkward? Are you kidding? It was a complete waste of time. She's seeing somebody. edition is not available. Please leave a commercial after the beep. Welcome back to the final edition. Turn left. Hello. We are a peaceful armed militia and we're occupying an empty fish and wildlife building in Oregon because we found an unfair mandatory sentence and we are protesting by talking about something else. Our demands are 1. The U.S. government must cease being the U.S. government except farm subsidies. Two, we need socks and snacks because we are prepared to stay barricaded here for years. Years. We just didn't bring enough socks. Three, what do you call a dog with no legs? Nothing. He can't come anyway. Four, makalakahai makahaini ho. Five, Amen. eat a Snickers. Why? Because you get stupid and crazy when you're hungry. Better? Better. Hey, where are all the cops? God, if we were black, they'd be everywhere. Snickers, you're not you when you're hungry. And now Jim Rowe with an obituary of another real dead person. Lavoy Finnicum, Oregon militia spokesman, Mormon recruiter. Lavoy Finnicum, who once said he had no intention of spending any of his days in a concrete box, is now spending eternity in a pine one. Police detained Finnicum outside the Malheur Wildlife Refuge in what started off as a routine traffic stop for disposing of dildos without a permit. Witnesses say Finnicum then angrily rushed cops with his gun after they promised to reunite him with his wife and 11 foster kids. Cops reportedly shot Finnicum with two 45 caliber bullets from their service revolvers, yet another government service he'll never pay for. When he heard the news, fellow protester Ryan Bundy issued the statement, quote, My thoughts and prayers go out to every halfwit in America. Finnicum became the group's de facto spiritual leader when he first arrived at the protest and vowed to leave a trench full of human feces in every wildlife refuge in America. Though the occupation is over, officials warn the refuge still has to remain closed for several months out of concern many of the buildings may be poopy-trapped. The deceased requested his remains be buried in a blue tarp and surrounded by a choice selection of Ryan Bundy's sinkers and floaters. 
A message from the state of Texas. Texas will no longer pay for an HIV program at Planned Parenthood, and some folks want to know why. Well, Texas wants America to be great again. And back when America was great, way more people had AIDS. Every day you were alive was a thrill. For the same reason, we're going to get rid of antipsychotic medicine. Schizophrenia used to be way more exciting. Oh, the things you'd see. We're also dropping DNA tests, so we won't find out someone on death row is innocent. We'll sleep better at night. And we're going to let people die faster from cancer. Because back when America was great, people knew their place. So join us here in Texas. Life is more valuable if there's less of it. And you're all set up with your new Verizon phone, sir. You get 10 gigabytes of data each month, and your plan comes with free unlimited sexting. Thanks. Did you say unlimited sexting? Why do you think I... I oh, need... it, it's not you. It comes on all our new phone plans. Oh. Verizon realized that with the popularity of sexting, or sexual texting then it's actually cheaper for them if every message contains some sexual innuendo or picture attachment. What? I, I, I don't want to have to send a sext every time I talk to someone. Well, it's pretty simple, actually. I'll show you. Um, hey, are we still on for volleyball later? Take a picture of my boobs and sent. What? Hey, Erica. Loving my new phone plan. Honey, be home for dinner at 7. Here's a picture of my junk and sent. So easy. Hey, man, did you remember to pick up the dog's tick meds? Sir, aren't you forgetting something? And also, I want to lick your butt? See, couldn't be simpler. Okay, if regular messages have to contain sexy words, how would a girl I like know if I'm actually trying to hook up? Have you tried talking to her? Oh, this is nuts. Now you're getting it. No, I didn't mean... Oh God. What if I just want regular texting? Then standard messaging rates apply. Which are what? $10 more per month. What? All my friends better get ready for some dick pics. Long ago, in a galaxy far away, a rebel turned against the Jedi, embraced the dark side, and declared that the new Star Wars movie was just... Okay. What are you talking about? It was fine. It had some twists. Some of them I kind of thought might happen. Others were new information, <sighs> as you might get with any other acceptable action flick. Flick? He had once been a friend of the Resistance, or at least he had seemed like a friend. But his heart had been seized by the First Order. Ron, I'm not saying it was bad. It was a Star Wars movie. It had the excitement of the first Star Wars. It had half the plot points of the first Star Wars. Exactly. I mean, can you remember when you saw Star Wars for the first time? Yeah, I saw it when it came out. It was fine. Fine? Yeah, it had new special effects. It was interesting. And then I went home and didn't think about it anymore. He had worked side by side with the Resistance in the bookkeeping department at Devon Realtors. Now... He used the Force for evil. Are you with the Star Trek people? I'm Is just, that it? I'm not, I'm not, Are you one of them? I don't Are you from the other about... side? That would explain it. Come, Ron, Ron. Why can't you just admit that this movie is the epic of our age? Ron, we I live inside Star calm Wars. Calm down, Ron. Holy hell, it was fine. Two thumbs up, $9 well spent. I don't know what you want from me. <laughs> Hollywood, California, approximately 2.45 a.m. Willow Sloan. You look fabulous. You look marvelous. You look incredible. You look unbelievable. You look like an Etruscan god. You could cure hepatitis C. You create matter out of nothing. You are made entirely out of wrapping paper. So are you. How are you? I'm just immeasurably ecstatic. Look at these shoes. I'm going to kill you and take them off your body. They cost me $200 and I've already ruined them. Isn't that positively stupid? You're a moron. That's incredible. Look at my dress. Oh my god. I didn't notice it until just now. Where did you get it? It's in a little shop in a slaughterhouse. No one knows about it. Cow shop there. It cost me $6,000 and I can't afford food. You need therapy. Look at my underwear. Ooh, I can't 
see myself in them. They're made of plutonium, and I think they're poisonous. Well, I got my nose pierced, and it fell off. I got a tattoo inside my body where no one can see it, and I got tetanus. I killed a family in Glendale just to prep for a commercial audition. I had the entire outer layer of my skin removed and made into a little purse, so now I have a purse that matches my skin tone. My breast implants disintegrated and pierced my uterus, and now I don't need birth control. I had my lower intestine replaced with white chocolate. I voted for Hitler. Don't ever change. Bye! This is the Fear Report. Approximately 35,000 people died in traffic accidents in the United States last year. ISIS claims responsibility. Yes, we killed them all. If America does not surrender, half a million people will die next year from non-Hodgkin's lymphoma. First, the cults came for your children. Now they're here for your pets. Repeat after me. Hail Satan. The Drug Enforcement Agency warns of a new drug called Roundies. Amateur chemists synthesize it from ordinary roast chicken. We got people coming into the Costco buying 20, 30 whole chickens. They say their church is having a raffle. Meanwhile, local police stations nationwide are running short on military-grade tanks and nuclear missiles. Should we be concerned? We ask an expert. Yes. And we interview child expert Glenn Hibbert. Glenn, what does it mean when a baby cries? It might be autistic. Stay tuned to the Fear Report. Otherwise, they win. And now, a clip of the Vagina Network series premiere of Gloria De Silva, Lesbian Psychic. Gloria De Silva, Lesbian Psychic. Oh, Rachel, you feel so good. That's it. Now, a little, a little over to the left. A little more. Oh, yeah. That's it. Oh, yeah. Oh, 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 I just had a vision. I have to call the chief of police right away. Chief of Police Jones, yes? there's going to be trouble. What? Who is it? You have to close down Central Park immediately. Where do you get this number? Tune in to the Vagina Network for the full episode of Gloria De Silva, Lesbian Psychic. Any plans for this St. Patrick's Day? I'm going to build a castle out of pillows like my ancestors did. I'll be chasing after short guys and demanding their gold. I'm going to go down to Chelsea and just go to any bar with a rainbow. I'm going to eat a lot of cabbage. You're welcome, co-workers. I'm going to throw up. Not because I'll be drinking. I'm getting chemo. We're just going to dye all the food green so no one notices the mold. Oh, I'll probably just go to another Scientology class. It's going to be just like a drunk Thanksgiving. So just like Thanksgiving. When you have a green screen, every day is St. Patrick's Day. I'm going to get into a car accident and paralyze a friend. That's why I dyed my dog green. That's that's why. Are you telling me the pogues are booked? I'm going to do a comedy show at the Laugh Factory. It'll probably be pretty calm and uneventful. Well, I have to move all my breakables outside of my house because I'm moving that day. I got $1,000 and I'm going to get me a whole bunch of scratches. I'm going to feed beer to the dog. I'm going to forget about the other half of my heritage and just focus on this one. What's the other half of your heritage? Also Irish, but forget those people. I'm going to take a shot of Jameson's and a shot of Bushmills and just let them fight it out. I'm going to put all my money into an IRA. I'm going to wear my kiss me I'm Irish button. Last year they kicked me out of the woman's shelter. Someone will finally kiss me because I'm Irish. They have to. It's the law. I can finally take down this mistletoe. I'm going to make corned beef and cabbage like my mom made corned beef and cabbage like her mom made corned beef and cabbage. This corned beef has seen some things. Tonight's episode, The Case of the Purloin Perjurer. Who would steal a perjurer? We'll be back with the final edition, we promise. Mystery. We are going to find out. Welcome back to the final edition. You look taller. This is the Office of Emergency Management for the State of Michigan with another tip for saving money in your city. When you cut maintenance funds to your schools, the rats get in, and their cost benefits will amaze you. 
Rats, especially big rats, raise the overall population of a school while demanding no educational resources. They also grow to maturity much faster than human children, ensuring an accelerated graduation rate. Finally, rats require no cafeteria services and are just happy to eat wires. That's another money-saving tip from the Office of Emergency Management for the state of Michigan. Remember, we don't just value your children. We calculate their value down to the penny. To commemorate the anniversary of the 1906 San Francisco earthquake, the final edition goes back in time 110 years and asks the man on the street, what do you think? The most important question, though, is did the Girardelli's factory survive? The most tragic part was when the FAO building fell into the Schwartz building. Fortunately, I stood in a doorway. And that's how John Muir survived to found all of the national parks. Finally, <laughs> crouching under my desk pays off. It's a good thing this coincided on the day we're going to blow up Chinatown. This is going to set back production on streets of San Francisco by at least 70 years. I picked a bad day to give up opium. I know everything's burning here, but I'm still not going to Oakland. I'm sorry, I'm from Berkeley. I'm not aware anything happened. I mean, I know we're charging $13 for a cup of coffee on Fisherman's Wharf because it's scares with the earthquake. I think we should never stop doing this, though. Is anybody going to the uh, cinema tonight to see the sneeze? Life's too short. I'm gonna grow white person dreads. Well, my memory doesn't serve me too well lately, but the last thing I remember was hearing two guys yell, Allah Akbar. Help you. I've just been raped! Stay away from Whole Foods. Their prices are outrageous. No, Siri, I've been raped. Right. Playing your party mix. No! Okay, getting directions to Marine World. I didn't ask for directions to Marine World. Well, I certainly didn't. I was raped! Got it. The nearest Donald Trump rally is 10 miles away. No, I don't want to get raped. I was raped. Okay, you were raped. What were you wearing? He's coming back! Oh my god! I choose theological disquisition. Hey, what are you doing with that phone? Give me that! Siri, what's the quickest way out of here without the cops seeing me? Checking. Okay. I found this on the web for what's the quickest way out of here without the cops seeing me. Uh, thanks, Siri. Oh, and uh, I might need a lawyer. Here is what I found. The nearest lawyer is you. Oh, right. Thanks. Keep the phone! Siri, my victim's getting away. What should I do? Okay. My bet is she's either going to Marine World or a Donald Trump rally. Thanks, Siri. You've been a big help. Well, I guess it's just you and me now, huh, Siri? Yeah, we're all alone. You're looking real good. But here's what I need from you, Siri. I need affirmative consent. Help. I'm being raped. If you didn't want it, you wouldn't have worn that case. And now, another preview of the Vagina Network's Emmy-nominated Gloria De Silva, Lesbian Psychic. Gloria De Silva, Lesbian Psychic. Oh, oh, Patty, you feel so good. Oh, that's it. Now, now a little over the left. Oh, a little more. Oh, oh, that's it. Oh, 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 I just had a vision. I have to call the first lady right away. Michelle, we need to talk. You have to fuck the president immediately. Okay, I fuck the president all the time. Tune in to the Vagina Network for more of Gloria De Silva, Lesbian Psychic. Gloria De Silva, Lesbian Psychic! The body was stripped and dumped in the garbage. Jeez, don't these people recycle? Well, they burn off the fingerprints, but I can tell you this. Yuvik was a Yale grad. Ask me how I know. Don't tell me, Madam Medical Examiner. You were a member of Skull and Bones. I'll never tell. No, look under the fingernails. That's uh, the wrong color. And those aren't fingernails. Good eye, detective. They're actually... Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Central Air Flight 2004 to Chicago. For your entertainment, we offer satellite TV for an extra charge of $9.95 on this flight. This includes the same basic cable stations that you flip through at home without finding anything good. 
I never knew that. Yep, that's why I never go to Utah. Seventh floor walk-up. No wonder the victim was in such good shape. There's that smell again. This is getting downright Proustian. Proustian? The novelist, Marcel Proust, wrote how an aroma can unleash a flood of memories. You smell Earl Grey tea, and suddenly you remember sitting at your best friend's house on a rainy day in high school listening to Spike Jones records. That's oddly specific. Yeah, that's just what the person watching this TV show is thinking. They're wondering how I could possibly have chosen an exact memory from their own past. Which means maybe this isn't just another episode of Law and Order. Maybe this is a direct communication from your... In a moment, our flight attendants will be coming around with the drink cart. Juices and sodas are complimentary. Alcohol is available for an extra charge. Water is only available in the event of a water landing. Chicken entrails all over the road in Salt Lake City. That's how dead people get to the other side. I hear ferrets make good pets. I've lost the thread of this whole conversation. All rise, all rise. The Honorable Judge Ramsley presiding. Be seated. Does the state wish to make an opening statement? We're going to try something a little different, Your Honor. I want you and the person who's watching this program on TV to think of a number between 1 and 10. Don't tell me the number. Does it have to be an integer or could it include fractions? It can be literally any number. Okay, got it. That number is a key. It's the doorway out of the whole... Uh, this is your captain speaking. The weather in Chicago is 32 degrees with moderate winds and 70% chance of rain. For premium club members, the weather in Chicago is 64 degrees with no winds and no chance of rain. We'll be landing in Chicago at 9.30 p.m., Premium club members will be landing in Chicago at 8.15 p.m. They will disembark at that time, and then we'll take the plane back up in the air and just kind of fly around for another hour or so for the rest of you. Beehives, whoever you are, I know you can hear me. They'll do anything to stop this message from getting through. So you must go to Fremont Drive and look for the man with a... We know you have a choice of airlines for your travel this evening. So thank you for choosing Central Air and, uh... Thank you for choosing Central Air. installment of Your Mommy Is Not Here, where you, the hapless soldier, receive helpful advice from recently disgraced sanitary requisitions officer and former Supreme Commander of European Forces, Colonel Earl Ledbottom. Thank you! You will read the first letter, please! Dear Sir, Sir, I recently came in possession of a human jawbone during my service in Mosul. May I keep it as a souvenir? Signed, Private Donuts. Dear mullet-headed nitty-jig, the Geneva Convention says it's all right to retain souvenirs of war as long as they were not forcibly taken from their owners. For example, you may not take a PW's jawbone if he does not so desire to relinquish it. However, if you find a PW who wishes to trade his or her jawbone for a pack of cigarettes or an item of similar value, that is okay. The same is true for the pelvis. Now, if you intend to send the jawbone through the mail back to your family, you must file the proper certificate. Keep in mind, federal laws prohibit private citizens from owning a complete human. And don't try to be a wise guy and get around this law by sending a ribcage through the mail one week and a skull and smile column the following week for the purpose of reconstructing your own souvenir body. Body parts will be confiscated if their combined weight is over 25 pounds. This includes desiccated penis parts. Next letter! Dear sir, sir, I fought bravely in the Iraq war for over six years and received numerous awards and earned the respect and admiration of my peers in the industry. Yet now that I desire to fight in the Syrian war, they're telling me I have to submit a whole new writing packet. What should I do? Sign, Private Kurt. Dear pestle-faced turd monkey, you will write seven pages of jokes, sketches, and ideas for which you will not be paid and submit it to The Ellen Show for perusal by a producer who cannot write fuck on a shithouse wall. Then during the following 12-month period, you will suffer the degrading humiliation of watching a steady stream of your jokes and concepts mutilated, chewed up, and splattered like diarrhea on various TV shows run by that person's production company. Finally, you will take note of how I cleverly use the tragedy of war to illustrate how writers are always treated like crap. Also, you will drop and give me 20, then run double quick timer on the base with full pack. 
Next question! Dear sir, sir, recently while on the front lines in Iraq, I came across a battle souvenir in the form of a human clavicle. No one else helped me find this clavicle. I got it on my own. Now, I'm not proud of the fact that I have this human clavicle. In fact, I'm ashamed to be associated with it. Frankly, it's beneath my talents considering my past experience. Yet, my agent wants to take 15% of it. Who's right? Signed, Private Private. Dear moon-faced pussy fart. The Geneva Convention specifically states that your agent is spending all day, every day, working only for you. He's looking for the skull cap or fibula or spinal column that's just right for his clients. Yet the fact remains, for every human clavicle out there, there are at least 50 other guys trying to get one. How do you think your agent is going to feel when he reads 13 weeks from now on the internet movie database that you found a human clavicle and did not even tell him about it? Betrayed! That's how. No! You call him immediately and inform him of your good fortune. And then give him two pieces of cartilage as tribute. And make sure they're still connected to the mandibular canal and back molars. Also, you will drop and give me 20. Then run double quick time around the base with full back. Next question. Dear sir, sir, I recently submitted a 15-page application to my captain for a possible promotion and was rejected. Now I fight he's using all my ideas on the battlefield. Can I sue, sir? Dear Dick Goober Kale ain't a snatch hound. Did you sign a release? I bet you signed a release. Of course you cannot sue. Get used to seeing your crap repeated for the next 10 years on Comedy Central. Next question. Dear sir, sir. We don't have time. That's it for your mommy is not here. In closing, in answer to a letter from Anonymous in Platoon B, just because he does not have a prostate does not mean he cannot like anal. That is all. And that is our show. Is it over? Yes. All the sketches oh. on this week's show were written and performed by, uh, here at the current cast, Barry Lank, Ben Kirshner, Bridget Fitzgerald, Gil Barron, Jeff Hendrick, Jim Earl, and Alex Schmidt is in the room. Hey, uh, how's it going? Also by past and possibly future cast members who include Eddie Parker, Kurt Weitzman, Leah Krinsky, Leslie Shapira, and Steve Rosenfield. A lot Hi, everybody. Our... Hey, guys. <laughs> hey, guys. A lot of our music, and a lot of the music you've heard on every video game you've ever played and every cheap podcast you've ever heard comes from Kevin McLeod. Thanks, Kevin. <clears throat> Thanks, Kevin. From, excuse me, Kevin McLeod and his webpage, Incompetech. Thanks for listening, everybody. Bye. We love you. Bye. Guys, I just got here. Did I miss it? Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.